moving your career further faster. That's the mission behind Cascading Leadership. Each week, we're bringing you stories of women, immigrants, members of the global majority who have risen to the ranks of senior leadership in the world of business. Get ready to gather the insights of some of the world's best business leaders and apply those to your career. If you're interested in sales and marketing effectiveness, organizational effectiveness, talent strategy, DEI, or HR tech, tune in. We're going to share with you what they don't teach you in business school. Welcome to the show. Welcome to today's episode of Cascading Leadership. I am your friendly neighborhood talent strategy nerd, Dr. Jim. And today we're going to be talking about five steps that you can take to improve your employee retention. This is a critically important topic for many talent leaders because whether you are aware of it or not, retention is one of the biggest costs that an organization faces. For every person that leaves an organization, you can run up to 200% of their first year salary in replacement costs. So it's critically important for you to solve for retention as much as possible. Let's get into the five things that you can do to solve retention challenges that you might be facing. First and foremost, and this might be a little bit obvious, you need to make sure that you're offering competitive benefits and compensation packages. And we're talking about a total compensation perspective. So you should have a fairly strong finger on the pulse on what your what your competitive landscape looks like. What are other companies in the marketplace doing from both the salary perspective and from a benefits perspective as well? Yeah, don't be afraid to look at PTO as part of that total package that you are offering your candidates and potential candidates because that's going to have a tremendous impact in terms of their decisions to join or leave your organization. Step two is to foster a culture rooted in respect and it's values oriented. Here's what I mean by that. You should be living your mission, vision, values of the organization in terms of how you are acting across the enterprise. You need to make sure that you have open lines of communication. You're providing opportunities for development and growth, and you're creating a supportive and inclusive environment. Those are just scratching the surface of some of the things that you can do from a values and employee respect perspective, but that should be high on the list of things that you're doing as an organization to get any persistent retention issues. The third thing that you can do is really focus on work-life balance. And that can take shape in any number of ways, but I think one of the big things to keep in mind is that when you look at the largest demographics of the workforce, and that's millennials and Generation Z, they prioritize flexibility in work arrangements highly when evaluating their join or leave decisions. So you need to build that in to your normal work cadence. If there's anything that the pandemic proved out is that we can actually get a lot of stuff done and it doesn't require us to be in a physical office. So lean into that and make sure that you're offering that flexibility, but also keeping an eye on on making sure that employees aren't getting burnt out. The fourth thing that you can do, and this is where a lot of organizations miss the boat, is that you need to be intentional about offering training and development opportunities. Providing ongoing training and development opportunities can help employees feel more engaged and invested in their work. And when you think about employee engagement, that has tremendous impact when it comes to organizational commitment and reducing turnover intention, which are two signals of a potential danger of, uh, of turnover. So when you're thinking about what can you do to solve or better retain your employees, training and 
training and development opportunities has to be part of that formula. Number five, the thing that you need to focus on is uh, rewards and recognition. So you should be celebrating the wins in whatever capacity that you can celebrate over the course of the year. Obviously, there's big and small milestones. So take every opportunity that you have to celebrate and recognize your team members. And that can be just verbal recognition. It could be awards. It could be promotions. It could be advancement opportunities. It could be stretch opportunities. It could be anything, any of those things. But make sure you're deliberate about recognizing those employees, recognizing your employees as a hedge against a turnover issue. So recapping the five steps that you should take to improve employee retention, make sure you're competitive from a compensation and benefits perspective, make sure you're driving a culture that is rooted in values and mutual respect, make sure you're operating and providing opportunities for work-life balance, make sure you're providing ongoing training and development opportunities, and last but certainly not least, make sure you're offering employees recognition for a job well done. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Cascading Leadership. Hope you liked the uh, like the quick hitter episode. If uh, you like the show or if you like this episode, leave us a review, tell a friend. But looking forward to talking more about how we can solve some of your talent challenges, as well as helping you move your careers further faster on a future episode of Cascading Leadership. Thanks. And until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cascading Leadership. We hope you enjoyed the story as much as we did. Make sure you subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast player. Follow us on YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Leave us a review. Tell a friend. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, reach out to me at jim at cascadingleadership.com. Tune in next time for another great episode that will help you move your career further faster.